0: Hey everyone, welcome to episode 12 of Faith Fitness Joy. Today's episode is how inner healing and health are connected. I have been in pursuit of weight loss and better health for most of my life. After spending decades focused almost entirely on the physical body and physical aspects of this, I discovered that a lot of what gets us stuck in our weight loss and our health pursuit stems from things that we have not healed, such as past stressful experiences past hurts, and trauma. So if you find yourself stuck in making progress towards your weight loss goals, maybe you're cycling through self-sabotage or self-destructive behaviors, then join me in this episode because I'm going to discuss the connection between inner healing and health. This is Faith Fitness Joy, and I am Rochelle Weiss. Does losing weight or getting fit and healthy seem Do you struggle with how to get started? Maybe you're tired of being on the diet and fitness roller coaster, or sometimes feel overwhelmed, depressed, and like you have somehow lost yourself in the busyness of motherhood, work, and life. Do you want to have more energy and feel more connected and happy? Do you seek a deeper connection to God? Faith Fitness Joy is all about achieving full health. It is about health of the body, mind, and soul for Christian moms. If you are ready to lose weight or get fit, improve your nutrition, feel better, healthier, and happier, while also strengthening and deepening your connection to God, then this is a podcast for you. Okay, welcome to episode 12, how inner healing and health are connected. So when we think about weight loss or health, we're generally not thinking about much beyond our physical body, right? We tend to focus on a number on the scale, getting to a certain size, or perhaps we're worried about some health conditions that we have and that we want to improve by eating better, exercising, or getting healthier. However, a huge part of our overall well-being has to do with our mental and spiritual well-being, And we don't factor these into the picture when we're trying to lose weight or get healthier. In fact, we're often completely unaware of how things from our past become subconscious programs that drive what we do, how we react to certain things, and how our ego or brain will try to protect us through these things that tend to challenge us. I have maintained an exercise routine, good nutrition, and just a healthier lifestyle overall for well over 10 years now. However, it was only about a year ago when I went into a health and weight loss program that I learned about inner healing and how these unresolved or unprocessed events from our past manifest as things like self sabotaging behaviors or actions that counteract our weight loss or health efforts. As I started to integrate the inner healing work into my habits, I have been able to get to the root of my own self-sabotaging behaviors and identify a number of things holding me back that I was completely oblivious to. And I have been amazed at how this has changed my life and my overall well-being. So I have shared in previous episodes that when I initially started on my own weight loss journey... I was very focused on looking a certain way, getting to a certain number on the scale, and getting to a certain size. But when I got there, I still wasn't happy. At that point in time, I had learned a very important lesson that I don't think I fully understood at the time. It taught me that it didn't matter how, quote, skinny I had gotten or what size jeans I was wearing because there was still something inside me that had not been addressed. I was not happy with myself. I was not going to get to be happy with myself until I started to learn how to love myself, and that came many, many years later. As I've shared in previous episodes, about six years ago or so, I started a program for weight loss that was quite different from many of the other ones that I had tried in the past. Uh, because it was very emphatic on improving your mindset and loving yourself loving your body at every stage of your weight loss This was sort of a first step down the path of inner healing for me, but I didn't realize that at the time Well, it helped me a lot and I made strides in shifting my mindset and learning to love myself The mindset work wasn't enough to really get at these issues, but I didn't know what I didn't know So I didn't understand why I'd find myself in these same cycles of moving forward, doing really good, and then going into these patterns of self-sabotage, or why I was struggling to pick myself back up when I faced a really challenging situation or had something happen in a relationship that really affected me. Um, or why I kept finding myself experiencing the same types of toxic relationships or betrayal after betrayal in almost every facet of my life. It wasn't until about a year ago when I started a new program that integrates inner healing with the fitness and the health that I learned about what I am sharing with you here today. So what even is inner healing? What does that mean? It is self-healing of past trauma, hurts, or various events, circumstances, or experiences that you may not have been emotionally equipped to process at the time that they occurred in your life. We all have this collection of things that we've experienced growing up, from our parents, our grandparents, maybe other adults in our lives, maybe our friend's parents when we were kids as well as things that happened to us that caused pain or created trauma, maybe created stress or fear. In response to these things, we develop this defense mechanism to protect us. This takes the form of certain behaviors or beliefs. This can come from past hurts, painful, scary, or stressful experiences and traumas. Now, when we hear the word trauma, we often think of extreme examples such as violence, physical abuse, sexual abuse, various types of assaults, etc. Well, that certainly includes these. It also includes what might be thought of as less extreme examples. And this could be things like emotional traumas, harassment, adverse childhood experiences, and a number of other things. It's experiences or events that cause great distress that were way beyond your ability to process process the emotions of those events at the time that they occurred or at the time of the incident. So when you hear terms like trauma and past hurts, it encompasses a wide range of things because these are things that we aren't equipped to process at the time that they occur And so they manifest into a variety of conditions, beliefs, or ways of being, for lack of better terms. I don't necessarily mean diagnosable conditions in every case. And this can include some of the following things. It can include things like emotional triggers, low self-esteem, anxiety, depression, body dysmorphia bigorexia or megorexia, which is when you think you're too uh, skinny or small, people-pleasing, perfectionism, alexithymia, hyperindependence, or codependency, and a number of other things. So let me give you a few examples of what this might look like in your day-to-day or how it might have played out when in the past. So one example might be One of your parents yelled at you or hit you when you didn't do something right, or you had a parent that was very critical and you could never seem to do anything right by them. This turns into people-pleasing later in life. It's like a subconscious need to avoid experiencing being yelled at, hit, or criticized. Another example could be being bullied by other kids when you're young, or a parent that was critical of how you looked or your weight maybe they made comments maybe they did things that in some way translated to that to them not approving of the way you looked or maybe you saw one of your parents obsess about their own body and have struggles with their own body image this later becomes body dysmorphia it could be which body dysmorphia is usually associated with eating disorders like bulimia and anorexia where you think that you're bigger than you are you no matter how much weight you lose um but it can include other things and then there's bigorexia or megorexia which is the belief that you are too small or too skinny and then there's other issues that can be related to self-image or self-worth that might come from an example like this another is it could be a parent or parents who struggled with alcoholism, drug abuse or other mental health conditions that can often lead to things like codependency It can also include examples like when someone who experienced being abandoned by their parents or they experienced betrayal from close friends or family members in or in other relationships that later leads them to hyper independence, which is like they're just not even going to ask for help anymore or depend on anyone for anything because they've been let down or betrayed so much. There are many examples of how this can all look and play out. and These are just a few to help kind of illustrate what. We're talking about here. Um, this can be past trauma, it can be hurts, it can be stressful experiences, which then later affect how you go about your life and how you interact with others. Because they are subconscious, and we are often operating in these ways for so long, we may not even realize what's really going on or that we can even do something to begin to shift these behaviors and um, sort of counterproductive actions of ours. To do this, Um, but in order to shift this, we have to be able to recognize it first, right? You have to to be able to see what's happening. There are lots of great books related to this that can help you to begin to uncover any of these things that you may have going on. Um, Some of the ones that I've read that I found really helpful are Running on Empty by Christine Musello, and another one is Will I Ever Be Good Enough by Carol McBride. Um, And there's numerous other ones, but those were a couple that really, um, really helped connect a lot of dots for me when I first started uh, my own inner healing. So these beliefs, behaviors, conditions, they continue to repeat in our lives until we recognize them, process them and release them. They're kind of like little alarms that go off, but we don't realize that's what they are. These things are often at the root of most of our challenges with things that we want to change. And this includes things like weight loss and health. For example, if you find yourself in a cycle of starting a new health kick and maybe you do well for a bit and then you give up after a few weeks because you had one bad day or you had a bad week, this could be a form of self-sabotage rooted in past past stress, hurt or trauma. If you find that you struggle with binge eating, it could be rooted in not having received what you needed emotionally at a young age. It's not that we don't want to stop doing these things. We absolutely do. We just can't figure out why we keep doing them. And because we aren't aware of that's because we aren't aware of these underlying issues this is where the self-healing and shadow work is so impactful it helps you to get to the root of these behaviors or conditions or actions that hold you back so that you can process them release them and move forward it's not easy work and it's definitely iterative iterative meaning you will work through it in layers over time and the more you work through the more you uncover However, you will also grow and heal in the process and begin to break through all these things that have held you back for so long. You will learn to love and appreciate all aspects of yourself and your unique story because it made you who you are. There are different ways that you can go about this. Depending on the nature of the past trauma, it really may be best to start with professional therapy or counseling. For many others, you can start to work through by initially being mindful and paying more attention to how you react to things. For example, what kinds of things trigger you or cause intense emotional reaction for you? These are clues to what your triggers are. As you start to identify them, you can start to look at what the emotions related to the trigger is. Is it anger, sadness, disgust? You can then trace the emotion back to get at the core underlying emotion. A great tool for this is an emotion wheel, which you can find online with a quick Google search. There's a number of different ones, but one of the probably better known is the one by Brené Brown. Once you identify the emotions, you can start to find, to ask yourself, when was the last time prior to the incident at hand, that is, that you felt that way or had that reaction? <clears throat> what was the situation? Go back further from there and so on until you trace it as far back as you can. And then you want to journal it so that you can process what is coming up. Allow yourself to feel the emotions. This helps to enable you to release them. Now, the ins and outs of doing this work is beyond what I can cover in this particular episode. And I'll probably do a future episode going into that a bit more But if you search around online and you just look up inner healing or you look up shadow work, you can find a number of resources online that will help you get started. Um, They'll help you with things like journal prompts or just questions to ask yourself to help you process um, these triggers and these different emotions that you're experiencing. I also have uh, a journal that I made specifically for this that I've published and it's available on Amazon. Amazon. It's called um, Growth and Healing. If you search on Amazon under my name, Rochelle Weiss, you can find those. And in there, it does include some prompts. It also includes uh, an emotion wheel uh, for reference, as well as a prayer that you can say at at the end of going through um, one of these um, incidents or memories or something like that that you're processing Uh, But like I said, there's a number of resources online that you can find that can help you with this. And I will likely do a future episode going more in depth around how to do that and some of the ways that I have done it um, that I have found helpful. But it's truly um, important and impactful work that you can do for yourself and your own health and wellness journey. Uh, Again, it's not something we often think about as being related, but I have come to realize in my own journey that um this these unresolved things and emotions from my past that have turned into limiting beliefs um have affected my own health and wellness journey over the years. As I mentioned, I've struggled with self-sabotage. And so um but I kind of just thought that I had to live with that. I just thought that I was always going to be cycling through that, And I was always going to struggle with certain things. Uh, And now I know that it doesn't have to be the case that there's a way that you can work through that and um, kind of heal yourself from those things or at least improve, improve, improve them. So I hope that you found this helpful. Um, That is uh, a little bit about the connection between inner healing and health. Um, So that is it for today's episode. Uh, Please share in the comments some of the things that may have resonated for you with this um, topic or with this episode. Um, Share anything that you found helpful or insightful that you are hoping to look at more and explore for yourself. I would love to hear your feedback and thoughts in the comments. Um, If you find this helpful and you want to continue the pursuit of faith, fitness, and joy with me, please like and subscribe. You can also follow Faith Fitness Joy on Facebook and Instagram or check out the website at faithfitnessjoy.com. Thanks so much for listening today and I hope to see you in the comments and on the socials. Thank you so much for joining Faith Fitness Joy today. I hope you found something helpful in today's episode. I would love to hear what you think, so please leave a comment and let me know what you found helpful or what you'd like to learn more about in future episodes. If you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe. You can also connect with me on social media at Faith Fitness Joy on Instagram or Facebook. Check out the blog at www.faithfitnessjoy.com. This is Rochelle Weiss wishing you health and happiness of mind, body, and soul.